Hey, it's time again for Not Just Rainbows and Unicorns, a podcast made with love in Kalamazoo, Michigan by Nicole and Michael Van Putten. We take topics we find interesting and we research them online. Then we get together each week and we talk about them. You can visit us online at notjustrainbows.net. There you can view show notes, add your comments, and send questions and suggestions for future episodes. Well, good morning, Nicole. It is uh, Saturday once again. I'm back. Thank you for covering that great episode with your brother last week. I'm sorry I couldn't be there because I was busy working, but I'm back in the saddle again, as they say, and it's early Saturday morning. We're recording this about 6.30 a.m., and what were we doing up at 5 a.m. this morning? I have no idea. I, I honestly have lost all track of time this morning. What is wrong with us waking up, going to bed early, waking up early? We Maybe we want to be farmers. We're aspiring to grow crops. Maybe. I, I don't know. We were, we were up pretty early, but we're usually up pretty early. So we were up at five, and we thought we'd start the podcast about an hour and a half ago. Yes, thank we you, had, technology. We had some technical difficulties, but... First, the microphone wouldn't work. Right. Then the software wouldn't work. Right. So we restarted everything. We fed the girls, and it is now 7.13, and we're here. And We feel like we built the house we were born in. Right. Yeah. And... We're starting. I'm not dressed yet, and but I am drinking coffee, so hey. We should say that you're you're wearing your comfy PJs. Yeah, I'm in my jammers. I'm not I'm not clothed. I, I mean I am clothed, just not in going outside clothing. And FYI for the audience, Michael is currently wearing exercise attire that he used to walk the girls for their walk this morning so yeah now that you all know what we're wearing we're looking fresh and foxy and flirty <laughs> yeah it's a new podcast uh-huh. <laughs> yeah okay so we've got a, a kind of a potpourri of topics uh the first one i see on the list is not buying a new car right sharing a car right we decided to not cover one topic this week we're covering a we're just going to talk about this week. It's Darwin's grab bag. Yeah, it's just a just a plethora, a font, a font of stuff. So as people may recall, we were rear-ended returning home, driving downtown, and it totaled the car. And it is really hard to find a good deal on a car these days. If you go to the dealership, a lot of new cars are not even in stock parts for repairing cars are in short supply and if a car goes um, on the used market it typically sells within a day or so at least in our area so finding a desirable vehicle is a little challenging i'm working from home we use shipped a lot and so we're not driving nearly as much but you've been doing some research on cars right yes cars are they're friggin' expensive. There's just no two ways about it. They're really, really expensive. And the price is not supposed to come down for another year or so. So we decided that because I don't drive and you rarely drive, that we're going to hold off. And we are now a zero car household. And that is a little weird. But it's... How, how did we accomplish this? Because... That might seem like a form, like, are they riding bikes? Are they walking places? (laughs) 
we're lucky that we have family that lives two doors down from us right. who are retired and are right. generous with their possessions and, and are allowing us to right. kind of co-op their vehicle. Right. My parents live uh, across the way. Across the way. It takes about... Over yonder. Yeah, 15 seconds to walk to my parents' house. And they have generously said we can borrow or you can borrow their car if we need a car. So if we need to run to the pharmacy, not run, if we need to drive to the pharmacy, we can borrow their car. And we checked with their insurance and it's it's okay. We were going to buy a separate policy and we were told we didn't need to, which I got that in writing because that made me a little uncomfortable. So we got all the letters and appropriate details put into place and we are now a zero car household and we just will borrow one of my parents' cars when we need a car. And you do kind of a, a car pooling thing with my dad when you need to like go to the farmer's market. Which I'm doing later this morning. Right. You go with my dad and it, it works out. It works out really well. And more or less in the past two weeks, the number of times I've been in a car, I think is once for right. the farmer's market. I think I did borrow the car in the evening once the week before that to go to a, a gathering of uh, friends and everything. And yeah, it, it hasn't been an issue. Now, the interesting strategy or uh, hedge on this is we're, we're trying to do the whole debt-free thing. We, we already are at the point where we have no student debt. We have no credit cards. We have um, at least a month of living expenses in the bank. And if we're not paying for the expenses of a car, of course, the benefit for us is the car that we had was already paid in full. So with the check that we got as the cash out, we can do what we want to with that money. And what are we doing with that money, Nicole? Well, we've been working really hard to do the debt-free thing. And I know that Dave Ramsey is a big, big thing. And we've, we haven't been following Dave Ramsey exactly, but I like his strategy. I don't, we like the cut of his jib. Yeah, I don't really like Dave Ramsey and his philosophy, but the whole be debt free is kind of a nice thing. Yes. So we've been working hard. We have a nice savings account and we're going to pay off our mortgage. And that's going to be really nice because we will have zero debt because right now our only debt is our mortgage. So we'll pay off our mortgage and then we'll be able to start saving. We wanted to put in a new driveway, a concrete driveway, which if you don't know, concrete driveways and sidewalks are unbelievably expensive, just like mind bogglingly expensive. We so have perhaps the shortest driveway on the planet. We and really it's still do. north of $10,000 to get a concrete driveway. Right. Our but driveway, it will last a long time. It will. It really will. But our, our, we, our driveway is falling apart if you shovel snow on our driveway in the winter, chunks of driveway come up with the, the shovel. At the very end, yeah, it started yeah. to break down. I have it's a bad. feeling it wasn't installed properly in the first place. I bet you so much that there's half of a concrete driveway below it and a dirt gravel thing at the end where it's breaking down. I could be wrong. I just, I have this feeling. It's, That'll be news for a podcast a, year, a six to months to right. 12 months out from here. Right. How to uh, how to properly evaluate how to get a concrete driveway. So we're kind so, of living the dream of no car polluting the environment or whatever. 
and eventually we will get a car when prices come down. I've read from some smart people that it should come down in the next year or so. I don't know. When or we get so. to I don't that know what, point, yeah. what, what kind of cars are you, are you thinking about? Because we, we loved our, our Jetta Sports Wagon V-Dub. Yeah, um, it was a, it was a TDI, so it was a diesel, and we had to have the fix, the fix done to it. So it was the not emissions fix, yeah, right. So it was not killing every single polar bear and melting every single ice cap on the planet. Uh, we really liked the the TDI a lot. We once you started working from home, we had to fill it up with diesel probably once every three months. Yeah. We, were, we were not filling it up very often. We had originally gotten that vehicle because I worked in Kalamazoo and drove to East Lansing. I did that for seven years, and that's really what got us into the diesel TDIs. It, we we bought that years ago when the first kind of gas spikes were happening yes. where they were $4 a gallon. And it's kind of interesting that now with all of the world's current events, gas prices are spiking again. And yes. our counter move was no car. Right. Yeah. We went the total opposite. Well, we initially got the, the V-Dub TDI because it has the best, it had the best safety ratings on the market. And I wanted a car. If you were going to be in the car for that long, every day. I wanted a car that was extremely safe and the Volkswagen met my criteria. It had to have exceedingly safe standards and it did. It does. It still does. It's a really safe car and it got really good gas mileage. So we got that car and we liked it so much. We also got two more. Two more? Did we have three? We had one The first one was blue. The second one was silver. Okay. So we had two total we had two totaled. We did. We had two totaled. Um, and our next car will probably be a hybrid. We'll probably get a, uh, not a solar car, an electric car, a solar car. That would be nice. Yeah. Um, I was looking at the, uh, the Priuses, Prius, Prii. What is the, she was looking at the Toyota Prius. Yes. What model year was like, there was something special about a certain color, a secret high-end shake about which one was like the best one. Well, if you're looking at used Prius, Prii, what is the plural of Priuses? Is there like a, I don't know. I'll have to look that up. What the, what the plural of Priuses is, Prius, whatever. That you want, I think 2013 was the best year. But if we save up and pay cash for a Prius in the future, I don't know. Maybe we'll buy a new one. I, I don't have any idea. And why 2013? It was just one of the best years for the Prius. They, I mean, like it, what it, makes it the best? It just had the best um, battery life. It had the best build, the best transmission, the transmission. I don't know. It, I, it was just rated the highest of it's all the... It's the one that people buy that... That no, correct, and it was rated the best by all of the the car people. It said that they had the fewest complaints for the the car itself, so that was the best Prius. And Prius makes a wagon, and that's the the type of car, the style of car that we like because it carries the most stuff for us, and it will hold our girls with all of our junk. Yeah. We're a traveling dog parade when we, we go are. out on the road. We really are. Our girls are ride-along dogs. They are. Uh, yeah. 
we'll look at the Prius and see how that works. But that won't be for a little bit. But after we pay off our mortgage, it'll it will be like we have this extra money that we can save and invest and yeah, we'll we'll figure that out when it happens. And that should be in the next couple of months we'll do that. How much time did you spend researching cars to come to that conclusion? Uh, too much time. Yeah. It was like I, a couple of weeks, wasn't it? It was. It was a long time. I spent a lot of time. And I also emailed and texted and Facebook messaged a lot of people to ask them about their cars. A lot of people would message me back and either just say, it sold or price is non-negotiable. And these are people who had their cars priced six to $10,000 above Kelly Blue Book value, which is just insane to me. But I would check the next day and the car would be sold. Yeah. So those cars were selling. People are desperate for used cars. Yeah. Short supply. Yeah. So you used your powers of internet research and problem-solving ability for another interesting problem this past week um, and kind of related to electricity and solar power. You went down the rabbit hole of learning about solar panels and one particular (laughs) company, um, primarily because your parents now have a solar roof, and you had discovered that while it had been installed, it actually was not up and running and doing anything other than hanging out on the roof, getting a good tan. So tell me a little bit about that adventure. How did it get started? What did you find? And what is the current state of solar at your parents' house today? My parents have solar panels on their roof from a company called Pink Energy. And in my phone, they're called Pink can suck it energy. (laughs) (laughs) Truth and labeling. Not my favorite company. They were called Home Solar, I think, or something solar, Home something solar. I don't know. They changed their name just recently. And they have these inverters on the side of their house, and they're from Generac. And then they have a full home generator system from Generac. And they had the solar panels installed. And the the sun beats down on their house, and the inverters collect the the uh, the sun, the energy, and what was supposed to be happening is the the energy that the inverters were collecting would send that extra energy, the extra sunshine juice back to Consumers Energy, our local power company, and it would be sold back to the community, back to the grid. And my parents would get an offset on their bill. They would make not make money, but then they would have a, a credit on their bill every month. And in theory, the solar panel over many a year pays for itself, it, but not if it's not working. Right, in theory. So I was asking my parents how it was going, and my parents really didn't know how it was going because, quite frankly, the whole system is so complicated, I don't blame them for not understanding. I spent four days trying to understand it, and I just barely understand it. The whole thing was not working, and the last time... 
pink energy and consumer power left my parents' house, they were told very clearly that it was working, it was up and running, and they didn't need to do anything else. Come to find out, that was not true. Nothing was working. It's like the Murray Provitz. That was a lie. It totally was a lie. Nothing was connected. And one of the inverters, one of the little stations on the side of their house wasn't even connected to the internet. It was all offline. So I had to, I spent probably, I would say 10 and a half hours on hold trying to get their inverter connected back online and get them connected to this program that consumers has. And I finally made it happen, but it was the most frustrating situation. It was so frustrating, but I finally did it and they are now connected to the grid and they can sell their energy back. But I will tell you, if a company called Pink Energy comes to your house or calls you or emails you, just tell them no. Just say no, period. No is a full and complete sentence. No. I, I do not want to do business with you. Why Why is no. this? Aside from like the what seems to be intentional incompetence that you saw as, as you learned more about this company online and their behavior and why they're now known as pink energy rather than home solar or whatever they were known as before. What, what did your investigation pan out for that? They are a pretty predatory company. They try to sell systems. I, I, I found that they mostly try to sell systems to young people who don't know any better and older people who don't know any better. And people who don't do their homework. I'm sorry, mom and dad, but it's true. And unfortunately, my mom and dad had my mom's brother, my uncle, tell my parents that it was a good idea. And come to find out, my uncle had been having the same problems. He's been having issues with customer service and with the his system not working. And he told my parents that it was a good idea to get the system anyway. So my parents said, oh, well, if he thinks that's a good idea, I'll get it. It's, well, and it's like a, getting a solar system is a good idea. Right, but exactly. This, this particular company seems to have a habit of coming in, selling stuff, you know, and like they had all kinds of problems. They were supposed to put on a particular kind of color roof shingle. Right. And they they came out because like they had to have trees taken down. They had to have a specific kind of roof put up to meet their specifications, which right. may just be them getting money and service fees off of people to kind of inflate the installation fees. But like literally your parents said, we want this color roof. They're like, okay, your parents came out and once they had installed the new roof, it wasn't even the right color. And they were like, oh, oh, too bad. And... Your uh, your review of them online, they've had a lot of people sue them or have class suits or whatever it is against them, and they've updated their contract. So essentially, you, if you don't read the fine print of the contract, it says that you waive your right to sue and you have to go to arbitration, which basically means you're stuck with them. Yeah, if you, if you don't read your contract, which I asked my mom if she read the contract before she signed it, and 
She said, no, it was really long. I just signed it. Which is normal. I mean, most people right. just do that. Yeah, who who and reads that? Their behavior has been so bad, that's why they changed their company name. Because what you had shared that people were starting to get the pitchforks and torches yes. out. And so they changed their name to kind of refresh the brand. It's just, it's a terrible experience. The The whole idea of solar is fantastic, but... The inflated fees, like the the cost of if you want to be able to actually use power from solar, having to have a battery, and they wanted to charge tens of thousands of dollars for a battery that, you know, retails for like eight thousand or something like that. It's just doubling the costs, requiring people to take out loans, talking to the the power company, and hearing that some people have lost their homes over this because they fail. Yes or default on paying for the solar stuff is just a bad state of affairs. So yes, do your homework. And maybe that's a future episode for us if we ever decide to do solar ourselves is how to vet a company like that. That's just an idea for a someday episode for us. Right. Yeah, it's it's really tough. And I will say this, um, the that Consumers Energy, the people I spoke with, and I have a couple of contacts, I won't, I won't say their names because... Maybe they'll be inundated with calls from all five of our listeners. Um, consumers was nothing but helpful. They were amazing, and they helped the process move along very quickly. And Generac, they were they were pretty helpful. Generac is a really good company, and they're very reputable. And I actually would say I would buy products from Generac. Their products are really good, and I think Generac sells solar panels and. I think that Generac is probably more expensive, not more expensive than Pink Energy, but I think Generac solar is probably expensive, but I would probably buy a solar array, meaning solar panels and all of the equipment from Generac because their company would probably do it correctly. Versus some contractor who right. sells door to door. Right. I would I would feel comfortable buying from Generac. Pink Energy? No. No, thank you. Pink Energy is just a reseller. That's all they are. Yeah. And maybe they started their business with the best of intentions, but lots of bad behavior and accountability. And and the I think the other point of this is your parents have been working on getting this system in place for like a year. They have. And they were told it would just be a couple months. And it's been a really long time. And I mean, my, my dad is just so nice. He's just so nice to everyone. And if someone calls and says to my dad, oh, we'll get to it in a couple of weeks. My dad will say, okay, fine. Don't worry Why about not? it. Benefit of the doubt. Right. And, and my dad, he'll just, he'll just say, no problem. Don't even worry about it. Or he'll just say, okay. And then he'll hang up and he'll be very frustrated. Whereas I will get on the phone and I'll say, no, this needs to happen today. And they'll say, well, let me call you back. And I will say, no, we're going to stay on the phone until we figure this out. And that's how you shorten the process that would have taken three to five months to getting everything back on track. And right. We, you're you, like the, you get the it solar done now. whisperer. Right. Well, it's it's customer service. You you take, you say, don't, don't mistake my kindness for weakness. You say, we're going to take care of this. We're going to figure this out together. We're going to, we're going to take care of this today, but you know, we can't, continue this process it's taken way 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 too long yeah you have to be firm i feel like just taking a nap after imagining (laughs) the adventure that we had so that's been our week so far car mortgage solar energy what else do we have going on this weekend 
we are, we're going to, my, my dad doesn't listen to the podcast, so surprise, we're cleaning my dad's car out for him. his ride. For Father's Day, we're going to put new windshield wipers on and just clean. His car is absolutely filthy. His, he's got a 2007 Hyundai Santa Fe. It's a little sport utility vehicle. He loves that dang car. And we're going to clean it out because it is disgusting on the inside. And that car has been a lot of places. We borrowed that 10 years ago to go visit uh, the Washington, D.C., and they've used it to drive down to North Carolina multiple times. That car has really done an honorable job. So we're going to bedazzle it up and try yes. to make it nice. Not bedazzle for... it as in add things to it because my dad is like me. He does not deal yeah, well with not change. Everything up. Yes, he does not deal well with change at all. We're just going to no vinyl clean wraps. it. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to add like a hula dancer to the dashboard because he would absolutely hate that. No my dazzling mom, rims. Yeah, my mom would love that. My dad would hate that. We're going to, you know, probably put a new little thing of gum where his gum goes. We'll put. Actually, we won't add anything. And he, we will clean the time that he spends in this vehicle, I think is taking care of his honeydew lists, which right. God bless your mom. She keeps <laughs> that poor guy busy. If he sits down, she's like, I need you to go to the store for me. I need you to go to the post office. I need well, you to. Yeah. And he whatever. does, he does things for us too. Like oh, yesterday yeah. he went and he went to, um, get Wilhelmina's antibiotics. That was helpful for us. Yeah. He is the nicest man, very generous with his time, very good. So he's going to get a clean car. And he and I are actually going to be going to the farmer's market in probably an hour or so here. And um, Kalamazoo's farmer's market is kind of new and improved this year. They uh, basically knocked down the old one. They put in new parking lots. They expanded the size of it. They're still actually finishing putting the metal roof on some of the stalls and covers, but it's in such nice form. And the farmer's market really has become an integral part of our lives. I, th- I think it, at times we've talked about you know, when did we go from wanting to get up early in the morning, go to the farmer's market to get all the best stuff that's there and like all this kind of crunchy granola stuff, but we are totally that cliche now. So I'll probably, I'm guessing, pick up some fresh strawberries that just started to come into season last week. I'm going to get some pub burgers from Naturally Norm's, Norm Carlson's Farms, which we're hoping to have Norm on the show in the near future here. He um, grows... um, he grows. Free range. He, he raises. He grows chickens. I don't know. He gets seeds and plants them and not pop chickens. No, he, he raises chickens and pigs and cows, and he supplies all of the best restaurants in the area. And his pub burgers, we had them um, a week or so back for my birthday, and they were so good. We're going to get another flight of them and grill them up and enjoy them this weekend, I think, with like cheese and bacon and yumminess. Yes, and you need to get, we also order a case of boneless, skinless chicken thighs from Otto's. Yes. Do Otto's I need to pick chicken. one of those up this yes, weekend? Yes, I Ooh. order I order the case ahead of time, and then we, we have a big freezer. I look legit when I pick that up, because it's like a case, yeah. I heft it on my shoulder, it's like 100 plus pounds of 
boneless, chicken. skinless chicken thighs, and oh, it's so good. Yeah, we're we're official Midwesterners. We have a big freezer in the basement, and we order a a case of chicken ahead of time, and then Michael picks it up at the market. It's so they can do the math. It's faster. Yeah. It's faster. Uh, it's because we buy it in bulk. It's so much faster for them to order it ahead of time. They write the price on the box, and so the transaction's like a quick minute or two versus 10 or 15 minutes. And they, they're such a popular seller. They always have a long line. So if you hold right. up the line on a Saturday, you get the evil eye. People are happy with you. Yeah. <laughs> and then we need eggs. We need brown eggs. We don't need white eggs. We order both brown and white because I use brown for baking and we use uh, we use white for eating. I can I never remember doesn't... which of the two is the larger egg. White. White, the white, is, white is bigger. Yeah. The, the brown is the, the smaller ones. So yeah, you need to go to the market with my dad, and then we have the the dachshunds. The tiny dogs come tomorrow. Nice to have our friends come and visit that way. Mm-hmm. That will be exciting. And it's supposed to be super duper hot next week. A hundred. Yeah. Hundred degrees. I think the the last topic that you were researching this week online was like lawns and part of this could have been related to the sustainability planet hugging like trying to be responsible for things but you were telling me that there are people who use something other than grass for their lawns right well i got involved in first of all our neighbor had a big branch fall in his yard and the other day i was out with the girls at 4 30 in the morning and our neighbor comes outside and he says to me at 4.30 in the morning, I am pretty much still asleep. And he says to me, do you know of any good tree people who can help me with the tree that fell in my yard? And I, it took me a minute to figure out what in the world he was talking about because I was not awake yet. And I said yes, and I gave him the name of the tree person that we use. And then it dawned on me that, there's actually a a person in our community and he calls himself like the neighborhood yard bandit or something. It's on Reddit. It's a great label. <laughs> it's on Reddit. And he goes around and he takes care of people's yards and he power washes and he mows and he takes care of yard debris. And he does this for free because he says it's a hobby. Wow. And I was going to tell our neighbor about it, but I forgot. So... Anyway, there's that. So I was thinking about this and yards and the tree, and I was looking on TikTok because I am, I'm going to say this, I have a TikTok problem. <laughs> Every time I open the TikTok app, I think to myself, okay, 10 minutes and I'm done with TikTok. Four hours later, <laughs> and I'm still on TikTok and I'm scrolling, I, I can't stop on TikTok. It's a problem I have. So I taught my phone how to auto scroll on TikTok. All I have to do is say the word next and TikTok will auto scroll for me, which oh, is an man. even bigger problem because now now it's easier. And now I can <laughs> scroll without touching my phone. Oh gosh. We I, need to get you some kind of harness so that you can just have your phone held with an eyesight it, wherever you go. It's a it's a it's an issue. TikTok I need to delete TikTok from my phone, but then I still have it on my iPad, but I guess. But if it makes you happy and it's fun, I mean that's what 
social media like Facebook and, and things like that in MySpace way back in the day in like the early 2000s, they were fun. It's oh, why we man. like Reddit as well. And they're not as the old traditional platforms are not as fun anymore. They're very monetized and just, yeah, not as fresh and exciting. Yeah, I get so involved. I really do. I found a TikTok yesterday of a a guy. I'll I'll post it on our our blog and the show notes. And I sent it to David. It was about a deer, and he stepped on a, a baby deer, which sounds terrible. Everyone is fine. Like no he one was like injured. literally stepped out of the front door of his house and accidentally stepped on a fawn that was like right hiding in the shrubs or whatever. Right. So he stepped on a baby deer, and the mama deer chased him around his yard. It was so funny. I could not stop watching this TikTok. You hear like, ah, of the fun. Of the it sounds like, like a sheep. And he's yeah. like, whoa. And then the guy's like, oh, because the mama deer's after me. So like he's running. It's like a comic. He's running in and out of frame because it's from like a ring doorbell or something. He's kind of like, ah, oh. he runs from the right to the left. And you hear kind of like, a, oh, and he comes running from the left to the right. And the deer like basically chases him off of his property and then comes back and checks on its baby. It was funny and adorable, especially because nobody got hurt, but it was so unexpected. It was really, really funny. Yeah, that so was that was my famous. favorite TikTok yesterday. It was really great. So that was a really long way of saying after the deer TikTok, I saw a TikTok on grass and eco-friendly grass, grass meaning lawns, yards, how to grow an eco-friendly yard. And I went down this rabbit hole of how to plant an eco-friendly lawn. And one of the ways is to plant clover, like four-leaf clovers, but you know, three-leaf clovers, four-leaf clovers, whatever. And people were taking their lawns where they couldn't grow grass and they were planting clover seed. And the clover is great because it doesn't require a lot of water and it really is low maintenance. You don't have to mow it because it only grows so high, right? Exactly. You can mow it, but you don't have to. And you just let it grow. And from a distance, it looks, it's green, so it looks like grass, but when you go up close to it, obviously it's clover, so it looks like clover. I was walking back from my parents' house when I turned on their solar panels, and I noticed they have clover in their yard. I think we have clover in our yard, so clover is everywhere and anyway. And it has flowers, which is great for bees and pollinization and right. all that. It's, it's very eco-friendly. I just got so involved in clover. And then there's varieties of grass that don't grow above four inches so you can plant actual grass that you never have to mow it's grass like real actual grass i just got really involved in lawns for no reason at all because we have no plans to replace our lawn we do nothing to our lawn we have an electric lawnmower we do not put gas in our lawnmower we have a battery well we meaning Michael. Yeah. <laughs> I don't so mow the royal we. <laughs> yeah. I don't mow our lawn because I have super allergies. But they say that if you're worried about environmentally friendly lawns, you can replant your lawn with this special grass. I think it's called fescue. It doesn't grow past like four to five inches, 
So you literally never have to mow your lawn. That sounds fantastic. I know. It's crazy. Hmm. The things. The things I learn on TikTok. What a week it has been. Yeah. Just, and there's always more. I know. I could go on and on. Just And we will. In future episodes of Not Just Rainbows and Unicorns. Yeah. But now I have to get dressed and you have to go to the farmer's market. Yes. Mission accomplished. Happy podcast day, everybody. Have a great weekend. Um... Check out notjustrainbows.net, comment on posts, uh, check out the show notes, send us ideas for future episodes. Until then, toodles, have a great day. Goodbye. Bye.